0: Hello, everyone. Welcome in. We are going to be talking about the Harris group. We'll start with so in the Harris group. We have St. Paul, Rochester, Clemson, and Phoenix. So let's start off with St. Paul. Um, St. Paul brings in the uh, 132-106 class, replacing the 1932 class. And they lose a couple seniors that are really good in Chandler Harris and Robert Carr, um, both averaging 13 uh, points a game on uh, fairly efficient scoring. And uh, yeah, they don't replace they replace it with some height, you know. I think Robert Ludwick looks incredible. Uh he was a one one with me in uh blue and um <laughs> blue got him. He's he looks like a stud. Sixty four percent true shooting, uh eight point eight rebounds a game from the power forward spot. I mean, great defense. I mean this guy this guy's the real deal. He looks like He's going to really help these guys um, for a while. He slides into that. I'm guessing he slides right into that power forward position, and uh, they can move on from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obviously, with the three guys they pick up, um, Ludwig is is the guy. Um, The he's they're they lose Harrison Carr. Ludwig's definitely got to go to power forward because they're they probably don't have that much height overall. They they're going to have some good height in the post. They're going to run probably six nine, six ten on the bench. Maybe six, eight, six, eleven, something like that. Um, they're going to be fairly short. Other than that, so they definitely need LeVert sight down there, and to have a guy who's that efficient, you know, playing the same position. So there's there's no mystery there. There's, we don't have to worry about him, you know, losing losing anything by changing positions. He's scored twenty point twenty one points a game on sixty four percent true shooting. Um, he's yeah, he's definitely going to replace some of that offense they lose with Harrison Carr. And, and uh, they do bring back Gerald Gonzalez, who was, I believe, Conference 14 freshman of the year. Um, he's a really good shooting guard He with some more opportunities with some shots opening up with some of the guys they lose. I think he's going to put up even better numbers this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, let's move on to the next team. we got the Rochester Boy Geniuses, coached by Coach Jimmy Neutron. They brought in the thirty-one seventy-one class, replacing the ninety-one thirty-four 34 class. Um, you lose Michael Terrell. Uh, you lose Angelo Freeman off the bench. But, you know, this is a class you can replace, even though it's pretty highly um, rated. And they brought in – it seems like they brought in some studs. They bring in uh, William Dancer. Eric arms. I feel like both those guys are going to enter right into the starting lineup. They can score. They can defend. They can, uh, Dancer is a great passer. I feel like he fits in great. Yeah. Um, small forward arms can be there. uh, arms can play up there that, I mean, they got, they'll have a log jam of players. They'll have to figure out, okay, what is best for us? What, what direction do we want to go? Um, potentially moving, uh, Christian Brown out of the starting lineup. Um, is an option. Um, but, yeah, he's got some options. I feel like Arms is the center on this team. 11.6 rebounds, 2.8 blocks. Uh, that, that that just looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were they were a little bit short on the bench last year, and they bring in three guys six seven or taller. So, like you said, uh, you could shuffle some guys around, move somebody out of the starting lineup. I think you got to get Arms into the starting lineup or Dancer. Even Dancer looks like a nice distributor who could contribute a little bit of offense. Arms is a good defensive player. I mean, 6'10". You know, that gives you a nice, nice post presence. Um, so I think their, their overall lineup, I think is going to be a little deeper this year and they bring back their leading scorer and Brandon Pratt who's a really good point guard. And that not the typical passing point guard that you usually see, but he takes care of the ball. Um, he shoots really well. He's a great free throw shooter. So he can get to the line and finish there. Um, yeah. It's pretty well going to be a much more well-rounded team. I think this time around.
0: Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Let's look at this Clemson Wookiees coach by coach MBatch31. He brings in the 201-194 class, replacing the forty five twenty five class. And, you know, you lose guys like Ahmad Green. That's, that's tough. Ahmad Green was such a staple for them. He could pass. He could defend. He could rebound. Uh, he was even efficient scoring when he had the opportunity. Um, that's a guy that's tough to replace but you still have the senior year of anthony hutchinson 29 points a game last year on 57.8 percent shooting they did bring in a little bit of height um but uh tyler cappen uh Kappenberger is not going to do <laughs> what am green did you know um i feel like he has to be in the starting lineup um that's that's what they're going to have to do because they don't have a ton of height but um but, yeah, that I mean, you can't just plug and play that um, for Ahmad Green.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this team, they, they're really hurting for height. They, they lost their starting center, Ahmad Green, who was, you know, while he not wasn't the biggest scorer, he was a really good overall player. I mean, he really defended well. He really passed the ball well. Um, you can't replace a guy like that. And they even lose their backup center, um, Charles Brown, who was <clears throat> one of only three guys <clears throat> on the roster that was taller than 6'6". Um, so you bring in Tyler Nappenberger, who's just it's, its hard to say. He looks like an okay, maybe you know, pretty decent defensive player, but he's not the passer that Green was. He's definitely not the scorer that they needed. Um, so they're going to be pretty short overall. Uh, the everything—the lineup's going to run through their guards, and so. They're going to need big, uh, you know, big seasons from Alvin Calhoun and Anthony Hutchinson to kind of carry them because they don't have much depth. Their bench looks a little thin, and uh, they don't have that much height. So um, it's going to be everything's going to be counting on those two guys uh, at guard. Yeah, and maybe Zachary Settles, who was a uh, who was their power forward last year. I, I think he was a little. I think he was a pretty decent player in high school. So um, they're going to need him to step up. Yeah.
0: So next up, we have the phoenix Ottawa traders um, they bring in the one thirty six one seventeen class replacing the 120-172 class but this class scored a lot for them. They accounted for um, well yeah they 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 accounted for um thirty seven points out of their seventy three points so over half of um over half of their total points um, they scored as a team. So that's a lot to give up. They did bring in some scores, specifically Mauricio Knowles, and they're going to be relying on him a lot. You know, he shot 56% true shooting in um, high school. Not the best defender, but he can pass. He can score 20 points a game. Um, The other guys were efficient too. So um, Jose Wallace um, was 59.1% true shooting. So, They might really rely on these guys. They need more scoring in the lineup, so I wouldn't be surprised if both those guys started.
1: Yeah, so it looks like they kind of bring in something similar to what they lost um, between, uh, you know, they lose their starting, one of their starting guards, and their starting small forward, Albert Battle, who was their leading scorer. Um, So some of those freshmen are going to have to start because they're going to be desperate for offense. Um, They're not that... Tall overall. That it, I guess they. Well, I guess some of the guys. It looks like they played a lot of different players last year, trying to find the right combination. So I guess they. You know. It. I don't know. To me, it just looks like it'll be just kind of more of the same. They look on paper kind of like a 500 team. Everything's kind of even when you look at their stats. <clears throat> excuse me, relative to their to their opponent, and so um, they don't. You know, their post defense is just kind of so-so. Their rebounding is. Equal to to their opponents, their field goal percentage is equal to their opponents. Um, So while they might replace what they lost, it just looks like kind of, you know, uh, maybe just running it back. You know, maybe they were 13 and 11 last year. It looks like kind of maybe more the same to me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, what do you think? Who do you think? uh, How do you feel like um, this group shakes out? You know, I, I mean, I would assume it's between St. Paul and Rochester,
1: right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, St. Paul is always is always a good team. They've made the NTT four years in a row, and while they lost in the first round last year, they were a Sweet 16 team uh, the previous three seasons. Um, and while they do lose two really good players, Robert Ludwig might be good <laughs> enough to replace the production of both of those players combined. Yeah. So, um, And obviously they have some options off the bench that, you know, that they they're, they're a fairly deep team, so I think they're going to be tough. And Rochester, while their recruiting class is not necessarily you know, that highly ranked, I think they brought in what they needed, and it makes them a much deeper team. So I think between those two, I think we're going to see, see the winner of the group come from, come from those teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like it's going to come down to that last game. You know, both Rochester and St. Paul have tough games. In the out of conference, um, St. Paul, definitely. But you know, as long as it's within one game, I think uh, the point differential can keep it can keep it close, and um, that game's going to determine who moves on to the PNT playoffs. I mean, Phoenix uh, and Clemson are are solid teams, no doubt, but um, they're just not on the same level as um, Rochester and, right.
1: and St. Paul, so.
0: Cool um, players to watch in this group.
1: Um, well, yeah, it, it's probably from the what would probably be the four seed in this group. But for Clemson, um, uh, Anthony Hutchinson for sure. I and mean, yeah, this guy's yeah. a big time scorer. Um, he may not, you know, help his team make it to the next round, but I think he's going to be, you know, probably a contender for uh, the MVP of the group because just by virtue of the fact that he's one of the sole offensive options on that team. I think he's going to put up some huge numbers. Um, I think this guy's probably going to score over 30 points a game. Um, So that's one for sure. And then um, like I said, we already mentioned him for St. Paul, Robert Ludwig. I mean, he's a freshman who comes in with a, with a lot of promise and uh, yeah, he's going to get the opportunity. So um, he he could put up some numbers, uh, you know, playing power forward for, for that group.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Robert Ludwig. I mean, he's, He's the one that got away, <laughs> <laughs> and and Daniel Lake I think is gonna kind of have a big season too. I mean, yeah. he's already a really solid player.
1: But yeah, he had kind of a down season as a as a sophomore, I think, or whatever he was last year. Um, but yeah, he'll, he'll he'll rebound for sure.
0: Yeah. So, um, and then I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, Platt, uh or Prep uh for um for uh Rochester. Um, I mean, I think he's just, yeah, I think he's a stud. He's going to really help them. And um, he's kind of the engine that makes their offense go. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, we'll be back and we'll do another group with you guys. So stay tuned.